Hello, listeners. Yamina here. Welcome to the Dr. GPCR podcast. This is a special podcast episode. We talked to Dr. Martin Beaulieu from the University of Toronto, who is one of the organizers of this year's 21st edition of My Favorite GPCR Meeting. You know which one? Well, it's the joint Great Lakes GPCR Retreat and the Club des Récepteurs à sept domaines transmembranaires du Québec. Mark your calendar for the 21st edition of this scientifically rich yet intimate meeting, where I will also be present in person. If you already registered or plan on joining us, I look forward to seeing you and invite you to stop by my poster. This meeting is held between May 12th to 14th at Niagara-on-the-Lake in Canada. Visit this episode's page on drgpcr.com slash podcast to learn more and register. There is still time to join us. And now, let's dive in. Hello, everyone. This is Yamina from Dr. GPCR, and today we are recording a very special Dr. GPCR podcast. I have here today with me Dr. Martin Beaulieu from the University of Toronto, and today we're talking about the upcoming 21st edition of the Great Lakes GPCR Retreat, the joint meeting with the Club des Récepteurs à cette domaine transmembranaire du Québec. Martin, thank you for being here. Thank you for the invitation. I'm so excited about this first in-person GPCR retreat since uh, since COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about this upcoming meeting. Um, who, who's coming? What should we expect at the meeting? Okay, so the GPCR retreat is a staple in the field, at least for North American scientists working on GPCRs. Uh, it has been around since more than 20 years. And the people from the last meeting made a 20 years retrospective. And then we ended up with starting this new meeting, doing COVID, everything. And we wanted to have a fresh crowd of people. Uh, as part of the history of the meeting, there's a lot of first discoveries that were first presented there. Example, the Brian uh, Kobilka presented his first uh, structure, I think, of the beta 2 adrenergic at the GPCR retreat. And so we wanted to have a refreshed crowd, a mix of people that we see around since years and people that we rarely see are emerging. So that's, if you go to the website, you'll see we have a fair mix of young and old. Uh, some in between, and uh, hopefully that's going to be interesting for everyone, and we'll hear some new ideas and new perspectives. Yes, at, at this, uh, what I would also like to emphasize is that uh, Steve Ferguson and I recorded a previous podcast episode where we talked about the history of the meeting, and uh, mm -hmm. I invite everyone listening to come and go and listen to that episode to hear a little bit about, you know, uh, it started out as a larger lab meeting and it ended up being running for for 20 something years some invited themselves to the meeting i won't say who you have to go to listen to that episode uh but it's been uh, this meeting has been around since, since 1999 and it's a really nice yeah. uh crowd to to be around yeah i mean it's a convivial mini gordon generally two days yeah. lots of fun and the other reason is that we are very happy to be able to do it. We waited because we had a venue, we got stuck with the venue at the beginning of COVID and we decided, okay, let's wait because this thing will end at one point or we'll learn to live with it. It seems more B than A. And essentially we are 
hoping to have a lot of face-to-face -face interaction. That's why the meeting is not online or is not having an online portion. Uh, we want to have an opportunity for people to see each other, maybe see each other since, I mean, several years now, they may not have seen each other and have non-structured interactions. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, again, referring back to the episode with Steve Ferguson and to my experience at the meeting, I've been at almost all, all of the meetings starting uh, in 2004, since 2004. And it's, it's always a nice place to be. It's a small enough group where you get to listen to the talks. The program is not, um, not too packed. So there are poster sessions, uh, events that we won't disclose that happen at the bar after dinner. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. a, a lot of people who regularly go to the meeting have stories. And I think we should invite long term, we should, after the meeting, we should invite more people to tell us some of those stories. Um, yeah, generally, I mean, I've been to the meeting several times. Uh, and it's generally a lovely crowd to hang out with, discuss, uh, lots of good ideas uh sometimes i people at the meetings i mean you know yeah you think it's an interesting idea but this guy 10 years ago lost that much time on this said oh thank you for the tip and uh you know it's really really uh nice for that so tell us a little bit about the venue you mentioned that uh this the site should have been the the site for the 2020 event uh, but since COVID hit it was moved away. So where are where is this meeting this year? So the meeting is in a village called Niagara on the Lake, which is the art of the Ontario Wine County. So essentially, it's a historic little village by the Niagara River, uh, surrounded by vineyards. Uh, if you do about 10 kilometers from there, you have Niagara Falls. Uh, Niagara Falls is the most touristic thing, but it's uh, actually the little village is very nice, very nice place to take a walk, discuss. Uh, the meeting is in an hotel there, which is nice. You will see it when you come. Yes. <laughs> and essentially what else? Yeah, the other reason for the choice is that it's straight on the border. It's directly on the Niagara River. So actually what you will see from the hotel room on the other side is the U.S. So it's easy to get there. There are like three, four airports that people can use, which are listed on the website. Two major ones being Toronto and Buffalo. Yes. And that should make it easy for people to get there at, and find good deals on the flights. Absolutely. Absolutely. And full disclosure, I did book my flight uh, earlier this week and I did find a good deal and more information about transportation from Buffalo Airport to the meeting site would be available on the website as well, where people can not yeah. only look at the at the program, but also find travel information. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the program itself. Uh, I know that you worked really hard at balancing out, uh, quote unquote, the old crowd with the new crowd and having people in between as well. But when you built out these different sessions that you put together in the program, what was the main focus? Well, it was a big teamwork because we tried so, uh, 
We have different members of the committee. Uh, Scott Poster, for example, is very active, and Oliver Earnshardt is, is really active in structural biology of GPCR. Uh, I'm more of a in vivo guy, and Ali, which is also on the committee, is more of an in vivo guy, and so is Susan George, and Claudio is uh, imaging and single molecule study person. So we decided, so we all took our hunting ground and went and said, okay, let's try to find people and let's give ourselves a challenge. Let's try not to invite people that were invited last year. That was 2020. The previous meeting was 2019, which had an amazing group of speakers, couple Nobel Prize, and it's extremely amazing. And the idea was, Okay, what's new in the field? Let's try to see people that are established, that people want to see and may not have presented in 2019. And let's try to find people that are having new things or that may be the big superstars in 10 years. And so we try to balance it like that. And the other thing we tried is to have something that is attractive. So we have several people from companies coming. Uh, we have a talk from domains that will be there, which is not commercial. This is scientific with something they're coming up with. And that's also interesting. And we want that mostly for the trainees, essentially, to be able to see, okay, what's going on in academic? What's going on in industry? What is my interaction as a trainee with these people, for example? And we also start with the first day, which is a training day, meaning that send us your poster abstract and probably half of those can become talk. Maybe less, depending. I mean, if we receive uh, 100 abstracts, maybe not. But uh, we will go through these abstracts. First one, first serve. I mean, at one point, if you're the very last minute, you may not be considered. But essentially, we'll try to make a training day out of that from what we receive upgrade people to talks and give people the chance to present their things uh, and get the attention and the feedback that they may want. I mean, yeah, I think, I think you make a great point about, you know, the trainee talks and the, the GPCR retreat was always a great place to present a poster. And I remember in the past couple of times I've been in, in the past 10 years that it was always so difficult to make space uh, for trainees to give talks. Maybe there was space for one or two trainees uh, in the main sessions, but having an afternoon dedicated to trainees, I think it's a great experience on all Yeah, we played, we played with that idea in the, the 19 conference had so much established people that they had a trainee day. So we made a trainee day, yeah. but we also were hunting for young PIs to be among the main speakers, not to have... Uh, I mean, not to have an average age of speaker that is 60 years old or 50 years old, but have people like, you just started your lab, you have something interesting, go give a talk, you are, I mean, we have everything. So if you look at the meeting, we have very well-established people and people that are maybe at their first GPCR retreat. Yeah, I saw that. And I was at the 2019 meeting and it was just, it was phenomenal. It, you know, it, it was two days. Is very intense in the sense that there were so many talks, so many things happening, and great crowd. I really enjoyed that that meeting. I also loved the fact that 
in 2019, I hope it's going to be the same thing. Uh, this time, there were a lot of industry people who presented posters. So um, we have several. We have five or six companies coming with posters great. from the attendee list uh, already registered. That's amazing. So that's amazing. That so, should be interesting. So and for you should be there too. I mean, you have something to present. I am. I am. I'm so humbled, so excited, and and so uh, so pumped, and at the same time freaked out because it's the GPCR retreat. It's it's one of my favorite GPCR meetings, um, and I grew up at the GPCR retreat as as a scientist, um, and it's. I think it's going to be great. And a shout out to all the students who want to come and want to present, and you're listening to this recording put together an abstract, send it in, you may be able to um, present a talk. And at the same time, I think it's a great opportunity to not only stop and talk to me, but also to talk to everyone who comes from companies and get, as you mentioned, uh, that perspective of how does science look in academia versus science uh, in, in biotech and in, in big companies. Good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so anything else uh, you think listeners might want might be interested in hearing about the uh, the GPCR retreat. I know that there's a couple of deadlines. So April 24th is the uh, deadline for the um, early registration. Um, there is still space to uh, to register for the meeting, but make sure that you do it as soon as possible so that you don't end up waiting another year to join us at the GPCR retreat. What else? There is, there is that. There is that if you book book your room, because uh, we have a limited amount of room and otherwise they give us so the venue is part of a chain of hotels which are around the area so they have uh, overflow hotels in case mm -hmm. but honestly you want to be on the main site so if you do not register fast enough, there may not be enough room for the main site. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is to get, yeah. So contact us if you have issues of um, question about transportations. Uh, earlier this week, I wrote a letter for someone who needed a visa. Mm -hmm. So we're doing that as well. And uh, we're also collecting any information about, uh, because the meals are provided. And so we're, we're, we're collecting uh, food preference, allergies, and so on. So we have people asking for religious restrictions. Some people are vegan. Uh, we'll, we'll accommodate everything. That's so fantastic. That's, I think, I think uh, you made a great point about the hotel. Um, it's important to call the hotel to make the reservation and not to try to do it online uh, because, really? uh, <laughs> yes, it doesn't work. Uh, it tells you that all people the people it did. Okay. I, the people I spoke to and myself included, it said that there are no rooms available. And if you want to have the rate that is specific for the meeting, which is less than the regular rate, you have to call them and you tell them that you want a, um, a room for the meeting and it's going to say on the bill that it's University of Toronto, uh, not the GBC. 
not the Great Lakes JVCR retreat, but it went well. It was a couple of minutes. It was really, uh, really okay, easy good. to do. But I've, I've heard of people tell, telling me, you know, I tried to book the room and I ended up, I'm going to choose an Airbnb in the area or a bed and breakfast. And I said, no, 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 you have to pick up the phone and call the hotel. Okay. Well, well, with this, I'm super excited to be there in person and to see everybody. I hope anyone listening who might be interested, uh, as a reminder, the Great Lakes GPCR retreat is held between May 12th and 14th, 2022 at Niagara on the Lake in Canada. Um, and we're excited to be there. Hopefully, uh, we're going to be as, as many as possible, as many as the hotel and the meeting can accommodate. We're going to be hearing. Oh, we can talks. go, we can go above 200. That's great. It's just that it's, if there is, uh, it's just at 200, we will run out of rooms, but there, there is an overflow. So we can, we can always, um, you know, bring your tent and you can, <laughs> you can camp in the, uh, in the hotel there's a nice park across actually well there you go <laughs> with an old fort and anyway that's uh, come come and see but come for the science absolutely i think the science is going to be fantastic a lot of posters a lot of great talks and um on the website reserved to this podcast episode the link for the meeting will be posted any information that uh that we can provide about the meeting is going to be on the website but you can see it on the on the uh, Meetings website as well, and I invite you all to listen in to a Steve Ferguson's episode uh, that we recorded about the history of the meeting, because I think it's going to give a lot of context as to uh, what is going on this year and how it is going on. All right. Well, thank you, Martin. Talk to you Thanks. soon. I'll see you at the meeting. Yes. Thank you for joining us and listening to this podcast episode. We'd like to thank our guest, as well as our team members, Attila Forrest and Ines Pinero. Please make sure that you subscribe to the Dr. GPCR newsletter, find us on YouTube, and if you like our podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. You can also leave us a testimonial at drgpcr.com testimonials. Another great way to support us is to share your favorite Dr. GPCR program with your network and colleagues. Don't forget to check out and register for the Dr. GPCR ecosystem at drgpcr.com ecosystem. Email us with any questions or suggestions at hello at drgpcr.com. Until next time, stay safe.